This is Keith Stan from Pike Spearing Outdoors, and you're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. We're probably going to mess up. We're going to cuss here and there. If I'm not catching anything, I might as well not be catching a muskie. Becky Rick. We got weights and fish. Danny Irvin with Fishing Complete. You're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Mr. Green Jeans. That's a humble bumble. Hi, this is Spencer Berman from Spencer's Angling Adventures, and you're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Snort. Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Got Ryan Collins, your host. You can turn me on now. Uh, Bob Collins, just over here having a good cry. <laughs> having a good cry. Okay. All right. And Daniel San. Daniel San in the house. Hello. He's back. Hello. Hello. It's almost deer season, so we got to start that shit up again. Almost. I don't know what that means, so. Come on. Never been deer hunting. Okay. Dude, how many times did we talk about this shit last last year? Escanaba. Yeah. Still never watched it. Shut your mouth. Mm Mm-mm. Shut your mouth. You get the hell out of here. Shut your pie hole. Get in the corner and think about what you just said. Shut up. Who else we got? Oh, I've just been sitting here uh, texting Dan, breaking the podcast rules. Yep. That's, I mean, you're just pulling a Jimmy. He called me Turd Ferguson. (laughs) The the term Jimmy is now uh, verbalized, so. It's derogatory. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it's always been derogatory. (laughs) <laughs> Those are fighting words. <laughs> Them's the fighting words. You call me Jimmy. We're about to go outside. No, we're seeing he pulled a Jimmy. Oh, because they're texting each other while on the podcast. Yeah. They're just texting the entire podcast. Speaking of Jimmy, apparently he's joining us, but he's coming at his own will. So um he may or may not join us. We may let him come on. I don't know. So we're just gonna keep him muted the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. We may tell him the podcast episode ends when yeah. he showed we up. We might. We might uh play a little prank on old Old Jimmy Jimster. Old, old Gimby, so. <laughs> Gimby Gimby? <laughs> Didn't someone call him Gumbo at some point? Gumbo. Gumbo. <laughs> That's a great name for him, though. I like Gumbo. I Gumbo. like Gumbo better than Jimmy. Let's all call him Gumbo. The whole episode. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just reference Gumbo. He's like, I like food. <laughs> you know, so I, I got a little something I want to start off with here. We need to come up with a nickname for Ryan. We don't have a nickname for Ryan yet. You got Bob Tastic, Daniel Son, Jimby, maybe Bigfoot, Ryan Son. That's not original. Yeah, you know Bob Tastic. We got Captain Jason, Captain JG. Jason calls me the pres- president or something. Oh like yeah, that. Prez, Prez. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like it either. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't the boss of me. It, may, it makes you sound too important. <laughs> yeah, we need. To I'm think fairly about that. confident. If I wasn't here, that none of you would be here. So yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> You're, you're only fairly confident? Yeah. I'm 100% yeah. confident. If I said, not going to be there tonight, guys, none of you would be sitting around the Yeah, table. considering you were like, yeah, we're you only going to is... record one episode tonight, and we were all like, thank yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said, I'm pretty tired, I only want one episode, Bob and I are like, yeah, no objections from us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We good. Oh man, Dan! Did you get my text message? <laughs> yeah, I did. Usually by episode oh, episode two, I've had too many cold ones, and I started talking. About yeah, Bob's not good for two episodes. Weird. Yeah, that's just too long. Not unless his fridge is very limited in the beer category. So, 
It's stocked right now. Or if now. he's when he goes back on that on your fast, then we'll do ah. two episodes because you you drink coffee in that second episode. You're like, yeah, yeah let's get some moving. <laughs> like Jojo the Indian Circus Boy with a pretty pet. Oh boy. So Daniel Sullen, let's start with you. Well, I am a dad. Um, it's exhausting. <laughs> I get puked on every day. I get peed on every day. It's great. I love it. It's a lot of fun. My wife's amazing. Um, I got to come out tonight to hang out with everyone. Um, I love this podcast, and I love you guys. So that's it for me. Wow. <laughs> Fucking direct, man. Yeah. He, he has been practicing that all day of what he was going to say. I ain't fucking around anymore. I'm taking this really serious. He started that with, I'm a dad and I'm exhausted. And I was, I like perked up and I'm about, I'm about to be like, how long you been a dad? Yeah. I only Those been are dad rookie numbers. You got to pump that shit up. Days. Now he's had um, not a normal first 45 days of being a dad. Yeah. Considering for a week, my kid got about four hours of sleep every 24 hours. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. We spent another time, another another stint in the hospital, another four days, another surgery. So you know, it's all good. Good gravy. I drink Mountain Dew now, so <laughs> I never drank Mountain Dew or Monsters. That I'm much all before. hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's like, I'm, I grab a Diet Coke at like 11:30. She's like, you know, it's got caffeine in it. I'm like, uh, yeah, calm down. Yeah, I'm gonna fine. be up all night. Yeah. <laughs> you just go to sleep, pumpkin, okay? <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this weekend, uh, Saturday, going to the camper, taking the uh, the nephew and the son up to the camper, and uh, going to go out on the boat for a little while with them. So I'm really excited for that first boat so, ride. Yeah, better document that shit. Yeah, I'm going to try for sure. So there is no try, only do. Hopefully, my kid knows how to swim. <laughs> Wise okay. words from one Master Yoda. Why don't hey Ryan's <laughs> nickname could be Yoda? Ooh, because I have Jedi powers. No, because you look like it. I can just predict that Jimmy won't be here or her ass will be his ass will be late. Jimmy will Jimmy late he will be. Jimmy late he will be. Will be Jimmy late. <laughs> late he will be. Oh my god. That's pretty good. Jan, you need to find me a button that's like Yoda voice. There's got to mm, be there's one. Gotta be. Hmm. That's your mission while you're just sitting at home doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing going on. We're good. Yeah, since you're so not busy. So, I'm making pasties tomorrow. My mom's coming over. There you go. Making some homemade pasties. Hey, have you and, heard uh, of the history of the pasty? I have. Yeah, the pasty. <laughs> the pasty. I'm actually, I'm Bob actually wearing, I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing pasties right now. <laughs> did you listen to that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I like how Bob was like, it's not pasty, it's pasties, guys. Like, no, we're not like, talking about pasties. <laughs> like, Jason was like all prepared to like give the history of the, Clean, you the pasty. And he's like, like, what do you thanks. guys know about the pasty? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And I, I wait yeah, out the history of it. And he's like, yeah, that was pretty much it. That's all I got. Let's stole your thunder. Yeah. And, got, and, and Jason goes, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Sorry about that. that Jason, weird. I do have um, a project for you, though. Oh, no. I didn't do very good with the pasty research. Yeah, you, you failed. It's a research project, though. Oh, hello, wifey. How's oh. wife down here? Um, no, so research project for an upcoming event. I want you to uh, get all the research you can on the history of the Edmund Fitzgerald. 
Oh, okay. So I think it's all captured in the song, actually. So that'll be easy. Yeah. So we'll just play the song. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> there you go. I like it. So Bob, hey, you're ready. I'm no, going to ask no you, what do you know for the Edmund Fitzgerald? Okay? You can just sing it. I yeah, tell Dan perfect. and Jimmy all the time, there's no making out on the podcast. <laughs> well, the legend lives on from the Chippewa down. I know that. From the big lake they call Gitchigumi. Right. If you want to go Edmund Fitzgerald, like I could lay it out like yeah, minute, the, minute you know, by that, minute. Never mind, Jason. This is a Bob project. <laughs> I have, I have Bob's more. just going to sing the song. Yeah, Bob doesn't even need to research it. He just knows it. So You got two months, Bob. Well, I got well, two months. three months. I could do it right now. We're not doing it right now. But. <laughs> um, all right, Captain. So um, the family weekend was last weekend, right? It was, Bro- and the boat down. ran well. Yep, the boat ran well. The fish cooperated. Um, so let's see. We went up on Thursday. This was our first time doing uh, Airbnb compared to the hotel, and it worked out really well. Very comfortable. Um, so, yeah, got everything ready to go. Put the boat in at the transient slip at the Ludington Municipal Marina. Went out um, Friday morning, and we caught five a mix of uh, king salmon and coho salmon. Friday night, there was a little bit of wind, uh, but we went out with my mom, uh, my brother, my mom, and my fiance. We got six. Um, We actually had a double. That was exciting. We landed both of those. Um, We might have stayed a little bit longer into the night, but there was a storm coming across the lake, so we packed up and headed in. Um... Saturday morning, there was some weather, so we didn't fish. Saturday night, we did fish a little bit, but not much action. We went in early so that we were ready for Sunday morning. Then we went out Sunday morning. We only fished until 8 o'clock, and we caught 7. So that's nice. some of the best fishing that we've had. You know, three or four trips, and you get like 20, 20 fish, 21 fish. So, yeah, it was pretty exciting. So how many people puked? Um, nobody puked, but Jacob and I definitely looked at each other multiple times over the course of the trip and said, if Ryan here was here, he would not be feeling good. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying it was flat calm. <clears throat> I'm, yeah. I'm saying the boat stay at the dock. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. tell us more so, yeah, about we the got, storm, uh, the storm that rolled in. Was it a big dog? Like, uh, like a hurricane? What's that? Was it a big, like a big storm? <laughs> Yeah, it was. So while we were fishing, you could see the lightning and stuff, obviously, coming across the lake. And then you'd look on your phone and it was like at the Wisconsin shoreline. But it was it was pretty substantial. But we were already back and stuff. It's not like we got caught in it or anything. There's something weird about the Great Lakes, like in the storm on the Great Lakes. Like it's it's scary. Like you, if you're especially if you're out on the water and you got weather rolling in, like it can change so fast and be dangerous really fast. Like and, and you're just thinking like hey, I'm on the Great Lakes. It's really not that big of a deal. And then like the next thing you know, like <laughs> you, you're you're like scared to death because some of those waves come up quick. Yeah, you know, like the water like changes color because of the clouds. It gets like really dark and the waves like start picking up. You see all the white caps off in the distance. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Came on. Let's That's go. why I asked about the storm. Yeah, like I uh, let's go, man. Yeah, full okay. send. Okay, I, I love I love the Great Lakes and like. Just all the like folklore and stuff like that that go that comes yeah. around like all the shipwrecks. It's I think it's got like the most shipwrecks 
like in the United States hmm. of any, you know, I don't, I don't know. There's some kind of stat I looked at. There's got to be a stat, right? There's got to be. There's, there's yeah. a fucking study. <laughs> yeah. so Guilty now, as charged with um, the studies. Okay. <laughs> now that we, uh, now that we caught those fish, though, now I took the uh, took the skeins and cut them up, and I'm curing the eggs in the fridge. I remember we talked about that last year. Oh yeah, Skein. the mucus membranes. I remember asking you about the mucus membranes. <laughs> How are your mucus membranes doing, Jason? They are doing quite well. Yeah, you they, know you're a fisheries biologist when uh, you're talking about skein. And Dan, freezing the skein. Dan's over here dry heaving because I'm talking about mucus membranes. <laughs> he just had a baby. He's Nothing. seen all the mucus membranes he wants to uh, see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of the Great Lakes, uh, the the SS Badger. What the hell, man? Womp, womp, womp. Did you guys see that? that yep. Do you know what the SS Badger is? That's the uh, ferry that takes it across from Ludington. Yeah, from Ludington over. It's yeah. down for the rest of the season. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah they had some... Yeah. I don't know, some type of failure with the gate, and they've been working on it for weeks to get it back up and running. And I they... find that kind of crazy that there's one boat, literally one boat that ferries across the, across Lake Michigan. Where's yeah. it? Where does it come in? At? There's, there? Is it going to Green there's Bay? another one. There's Beaver. another one. Um, another one that goes from uh, Muskegon to Milwaukee. So there's Milwaukee. still that one going on, but there's still. I mean, there's only two. There's the Badger, and there's that one but i don't know the name of it they should just build a bridge hey there Do you it. go there's I mean, one that Mackinac. goes there's one that goes from Charlevoix to beaver island forget the name of that one but yeah i did that one time that was cool you said beaver yeah you ever been to beaver island it's actually pretty cool man it's actually really really cool never been there. a lot of snakes i ain't never been a lot of snakes a lot of snakes on well bob i know you didn't do anything because i mean because i didn't do anything <laughs> Yeah, we we are boring as shit. What since last podcast? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, put, I, I, put, I I worked on my camper. I did all that. I put uh, the food plot down. So I got that done at least. Yeah. After uh, the episode with Joe, got the food plot down. Got cameras up. Um, got lots of pictures. Got some some uh, a lot of small bucks, which is weird because there was a lot of small bucks last year. I have nothing but spots. I don't know where you put my camera, but wherever you put my camera, it's. I in, put it in the worst location. <laughs> you put it in the like. It's in where, the Porta John. Yeah, where the fawns live because I got nothing but spots. There's been there's a lot of a lot of fawns out there, but yeah, uh, there's Brian lots of hung deer. your camera up at the deer farm. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually up at uh, the deer ranch in Saint Ignace there. Um, no, I think a lot. We had lots of pictures of deer, but um, nothing. Nothing major yet, so but lots of daytime pictures, so they're moving during the day, so that's cool. That's cool and shit. That's, that's pretty cool, are, are man. Are you guys good? That's pretty cool. Are, are you Jimmy's good here? I'm, 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 looking at, I'm looking at trail camera pictures. <laughs> I know you can to talk out. to Jason if you talk uh, into the mic there. Well, that's not the fun. <laughs> that's not fun. This is boring. <laughs> this is boring? Okay. Lim. Muted. Egon. <laughs> Adios, Ooh, amigo. That's a dandy. <laughs> that's a dandy. That's about the size of my dog. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Jimmy would shoot that one. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, that is a Jimmy shooter right there. All day. Yeah, they call that veal tartare. 
Mm. What the fuck is that? Good oh, yeah. Those ones taste the best. Spots. Yeah, the spots. That's where the most tender meat is, right at the spot. <laughs> right at the spot. You just core it out. You know, it, it has so many targets on it. Yeah. You know, you can just wow. pick one of them spots and aim it. You hit it with anything, you're gonna you're gonna blow it over. So, strong wind. I like to shoot uh, fawns and take a cookie cutter and just take sections of their meat out and call it tenderloin. It's <laughs> like some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Oh, shit, man. Way to take that to a dark place. It's all tenderloin. Mm-hmm. He's secretly just like just saying take the, the word cookie loin. cutter. Oh, man, we got disconnected from Jason. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seem to have some technical difficulties here. All right. Oh, man. I don't really think you're Jeffrey Dahmer. Did we ever ask Bob about the peanut butter and jelly? No. We didn't get Jason's Jason's take on that either. I want to get their take on that. What comes first, the peanut butter or the jelly on a PB&J, Sammy? So I I used to make PB&Js on the charter boat, and then Captain Paul's wife made them a different way. And I didn't know that there was another way that you could make PB&J. Did they put pickles on them? Nope. She put peanut butter on both pieces of bread and the jelly in the middle so mm. that the jelly doesn't leak through the bread. That's a damn fine idea there. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's some next level PB and J in there, buddy. I think mine was better. But. Yeah. Yeah, I think Bob, mine, I think Bob Jimmy's was better because he just sucks the peanut butter off the knife and then puts the yeah. he, just, <laughs> he just sucks it out of the jar. <laughs> Who, me? No, No, Jimmy. He puts both lips around the entire jar (laughs) and just just deep throats the jar of peanut butter. (laughs) He's got a very big tongue. (laughs) (laughs) He has a tongue of a trout. (laughs) He's got the tongue of a trout. Your Uh, your mother had a tongue of a trout. What about you, Bob? You uh, PB or J first? Peanut butter first. Okay. Peanut butter first. And then you, how do you get the peanut butter off the knife? You lick it off, or do you like wipe it he, off? He he just goes straight savage. Goes straight in. I go straight in for the jelly. Like, okay. Yeah, his his I, jelly I jars are butter, brown. We peanut butter all over it. See, Ryan, it's nothing else jelly is used for. Ryan goes jelly first, unless you're from the south and you put that shit on biscuits. But either way, you're gonna get That's some true. peanut butter. You gotta go jelly first. first. Yeah. Why? Then you would have jelly inside your. Mm. No, the jelly wipes off way easier. You just wipe it off the bread. You guys are overthinking this. Oh, <laughs> it's a science, bro. And then there's a line from Ken Williams about seeing a pretty looking woman. It says, "Must be jam because jelly don't shake like that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic Ken. Good old Ken Williams. We got to get that guy on here. I got to make you, that. You've happen. only been saying it for yeah, a year. And I'm, yeah, I know. It's he, almost like he's your dad or he, something. He won a freaking award. Or he won the uh, the drawing and. It's a major award. Yeah, you win. Come on, this fucking show. <laughs> Great award, man. Yeah. Come on, the, these shenanigans. Oh, yeah. We let the shenanigans. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, sidebar there. I just uh, um, was just curious about that. Okay. So. All right. Let's get the badness over with. Dan. Yes. Fishing Complete. Fish Complete Inc. They are Canton-based, right? They are good, good people. Got to hang out with them. Um, they have all sorts of cool stuff uh, that they do throughout the year, fishing tournaments, all that stuff. Home of case plastics, zipper worms, lunch money tubes, and the old wacky tool. <laughs> the old wacky tool. So you got to uh, check them out at fishcompleting.com. Uh, type in the code TERRIBLE, all caps, TERRIBLE, and... Uh, 
You can get yourself 20% off your order. And Don't then, mind me. I've got a cramp in my leg, and it's fucking driving me nuts. So. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That was pretty distracting. <laughs> He's, like, staring at me. I wasn't exactly like sure what you He's like, damn. He's, like, standing over me. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck do you want? I got like a, I'm, like, probably dehydrated as shit. But I'm, like, Are you all right? I got, like, a weird cramp in the back of my leg. He's got cramps. Uh, he... Talk about West Point Shores. <laughs> West Point Shores. Ah, talk about West Point Shores, my leg. <laughs> West Point Shores, where you can go and get all your shores. It's awesome, they said. The west. west Point Shores, due <laughs> the west, west of the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, yeah. It's slightly east of the Rocky Mountains and uh, just west of heaven. Uh, is, yeah, so West Point Shores, obviously the place that we've talked about a million times on this uh, podcast. It's a resort up in Alpena, Michigan that we've gone to several, or well, for the last 30 years or so. It's been through several owners, but the, uh, the, current, the current owners, uh, uh, Dustin and Heidi, are... Awesome people, um, veteran-owned and operated, and it's um, just a really great place to go and make some memories. So if you're interested in going and doing some good fishing, they have uh, it's located right on Seven Mile Pond, which is what the locals call it. Uh, if you find, look at it on a map, it's called Lake Winya, um, but it's loaded with largemouth, smallmouth, walleye, northern pike, and they've even been stocking muskies in there for... Uh, many many years now. Yeah, let's not caught... say it's loaded with musky because we know that's not true. Them, we know they're there. It's just a matter of finding a musky in any lake is a challenge. I took but... a, I took a fish biologist up there. Okay, we couldn't. We still couldn't find one. That's true. That's true. Or a so-called fish but biologist. The resort itself, the cabins are awesome. Um, you know, you have two bedroom cabins, one bedroom, and three bedroom cabins, uh, as well as a couple campers that are parked on site. Um, dock access, so you're right on the lake, and you can park your boat right at the uh, right on a dock, and be able to walk right out of your cabin onto the dock onto your boat, and be fishing within a matter of minutes, right after eating a big giant breakfast. So it's uh, just a really cool place to have a fish camp. So if you're interested, uh, definitely uh, look them up. And if you mentioned the uh, Terrible Outdoorsman podcast, uh, was it 10%? 10%, 10% off your you, bill. They give you 10% off your bill. And as anybody knows who's ever stayed somewhere at a resort or at a hotel, it can get rather expensive. So 10% definitely adds up at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, just mention the Terrible Outdoorsman. Just say you know me, and uh, and they'll hook you up. Yeah, they know that guy. Just me, though. Not Ryan now, or Dan or any of the Just to throw guys. it out there, they are booking up for next year already. I was only able to get like a camper on a particular weekend. So, yeah. So, if uh, they book up quick in the summertime, if you're trying to get like, if you're trying to get a cabin for like a weekend, that's going to be rough. Um, they do have some campers available on select weekends throughout the summer. Um, but if you're trying to get a cabin, they try to rent those out week by week. So, if you're, if you're looking for a week long vacation, that might be something to get into or to look at, but I would definitely contact them now and try to get that booked up because they they the vast majority of people that go there have been going there for twenty years, you know, ten years. They book or thirty five in our case. <laughs> every every year we book our we book our trip uh, a year in advance. So if you're looking at something to possibly do with the family next year, I would give them a call and see what kind of weekends they have open, plan your vacation around it, but. Yeah, that's West Point Shores. Good deal. Good deal. 
Um, and then last but certainly not least, Black Pearl. The Black Pearl. I've been using the shit out of some Black Pearl, let me just say. It's the Black Pearl. I just think of, a, I think of Black when I think of Black Pearl, I just think of Pirates of the Caribbean. It's yeah. mm-hmm. odd. Not really. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean it's the name of the ship, man. <laughs> Uh, so Dan's got some pasty recipes coming up. Yep, and he's going to yep. use some black pearl. Yeah. I made some venison again um, last night. Yeah, yeah, I think it was last night because you was put it? that on, so, on the socials. Just... Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, so I did a little challenge, really just in my household, to see which one was better. So I did half the venison with black pepper, garlic, and the other half with chops and burgers, and. Um, I can tell you who the winner is, um, but I, I threw a little thing out there in social media. All you had to do was like the post and comment, and then I'm going to give away a free bag of Black Pearl. So um, we'll do that here in the next couple of days. Probably next episode we'll announce it. But, um, but yeah. The announcement is coming. Yes, for sure. But they were both delicious. Um, my vote was the Chops and Burgers. Really? Really, really good. Interesting. Yeah, and I kind of thought I liked the black pepper garlic better. Denise and the boys liked uh, black pepper garlic butter, but I like to chop some burgers. Had a little more, more zang, more pizzazz. So how do you know who wins? Um, it was really just like between us, but I'm going to just randomly pick somebody to win a the free bag of Black Pearl. But to get entered, all you had to do was comment on the uh, post. post. Can I still comment? No. Oh, damn it, Jim. They can. You can't. It's bullshit. <laughs> But no, good stuff. Michigan-based company. Um, check them out. Black Pearl Premium Rubs. We'll have more recipes coming for them. So, um, and then just a little disclaimer on the ads. If you don't like listening to ads, all you gotta do is hit the fast forward button. Yeah, skip. Yeah, skip. Go, skip. Go, I, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, just hit the fast forward button. You know, we're just doing it to to help us uh, propel this thing and help it grow. So. There are partners, they're good people, so we're going to help support them. So if you don't listen to them, that's cool. Just hit that fast forward. Well, button. we said it at the beginning. We we're not going to partner with anybody that we don't wholeheartedly believe in and endorse. Like we've passed up opportunities with other companies for other things, and we because we don't necessarily agree with it or that it you know it's just not our thing. So like the 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 three companies that we promote on here primarily are things that we all enjoy and they're great companies yeah. locally owned and just good people in general we said it in episode one episode that the three of us the ogs one. said in episode one that we're not gonna we're gonna tell you how it is if we uh we're gonna tell you a brand that we use and that we like and we support we're not gonna do it just because they tell us to do it or they pay us to do it we're doing it because they we genuinely like them so yeah hey, i mean fishing complete ink is so good that they take jimmy fishing and we don't so exactly that's why they're good and that's, yeah. what, that's why we keep them around because they take jimmy fishing so we don't have to <laughs> what if it was the banjo minnow and they were like we'll give you a million dollars that would change my tune <laughs> i would be fishing with nothing you're a fucking sellout you're like i'd be fishing with nothing but what the was banjo that hardy minnow. song didn't we play that hardy song yeah, um, sold out. Sold out. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Oh, uh, yes. So, all right. So, I got a menagerie of topics to talk about this episode. Oh, I got man. some good ones. Don't we're already, cheat. Don't like, cheat. Don't cheat, bro. Like don't cheat, bro. We're already like 35 minutes into this. We're like 20 minutes in. Same thing. We've just been bullshitting. This is for Ryan's four. list of topics that we didn't make it to in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I recorded all the first bit. That's all actually episode one. Let's let's go. (laughs) 
He's so, really drawn this out. And away. I have. I've had, I've had some of these yeah. topics for a good month or so, and then all of our episodes either ran long or they were just not, you know, pertinent. So which way do we want to go? Do we want to go a controversial route? Or we want to go more of a positive note. Mm, what do we say for Controversial or positive? Like positive? I think like, you guys should play rock, paper, scissors. Like I'm not all about. Like, no, you guys do it. I think you guys should uh, Rochambeau. Want, I don't want to candy coat this shit. Let's go controversial, son. Okay. I'm in. Controversial? I'm in. All right. So we got a, um, I guess it would be um, the third instance of Bob's favorite line. We'll send it. We got weights and fish. That's so good. Did um, Part three. So did you guys hear about this shit? The third instance of weights. Well, it wasn't weights and fish, but they caught another guy. Uh, I think it was in New York. Is that right, Jason? Uh, let me try and find I, it. I put it on our Facebook page. But they got caught another guy uh, stuffing walleye, uh, this time just with other, wall, other fish fillets. Oh, good. Jimmy showed up in pajamas. Perfect. At least he's got clothes on. That's true. That's fair. Are you from the Gray Man Group? You're right, Ryan. It was New York. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, in New York, so another angler got caught uh, stuffing fish fillets down walleye during a tournament. We can start now. We're good. Yeah. Gumbo, so, gumbo's here. Gumbo's here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so these guys got caught. They got banned from the tournament for life, and then they're facing um, charges uh, all misdemeanor charges, but they're facing like three different charges. Like how many times we got to do this, people? Well, well, well we have no right. lack of content right now. I don't need another thing to talk about, if, but I can't not talk about this. So this just happened, and it was it was hugely publicized. So like everybody in the in the in the outdoor world knows about this, and then you go and do it again. How long has this been going on before that first guy got caught? Right? No kidding. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. This this stuff has been going on for years. Mm-hmm. How many how many tournaments were won? How many boats were won? How many like thousands mm-hmm. of dollars of prizes of prize money was won off of cheating? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to be one I hope that the people that did that are listening right now. You're an idiot. Like, who does that? Like, after you get caught, you know, after they get caught doing that stuff and then you go and do it again, like, are you just that oblivious or, like, that brazen to just go out and, like, cheat? That's bullshit, man. Like, again, I kind of stand by my laurels on that one. Like, fry them. (laughs) Yeah. I, I I hope they put them in prison. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You're never going to stop it. Like, how can you stop it unless you have a referee on every boat? So they had six walleyes that weighed 37.92 pounds. That seems legit. Come on. That's like almost that's six to seven pounds per walleye. What body of water were they fishing? Was it Ontario? Um, I think it was Erie, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was Erie. But yeah, because I, yeah, I thought it was Erie again. Does Erie extend all the way to New York? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Runs all yeah. the way up uh, to Buffalo. All those Lake Erie walleye just have big, huge bulges in them. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just down there eating walleye fillets all day. It's a, that's that's crazy, man. It's such a crock of shit. I can't believe that people 
like you were kind of saying, like I can't believe that they, after all this just happened, that they would have the cojones to to do that. The but. problem is the money. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. throw money into anything, and somebody will find yeah. a way to win it. So and, and there's just a lot of people with bad morals out there. Like yeah. I, I would never do it just because one, I c- I could never like live with myself that I. No matter what amount of money it is, like I, I have to live with that. Like I, that's in the back of my mind. Like everybody, like, yeah. hey, great job with that tournament, bro. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, a, I'm really, but really, I'm a piece of shit. So it's better though. So right, let me read this. Smith, he's not only in hot water over this debacle, but he's already been charged in connection with two other recent incidents in July, which caused the New York State Police to issue an extreme risk protection order against him. In Supreme Court of Chukatawa County, wait, he's saying he's charged with second degree menacing, criminal mischief, and stalking, which are all misdemeanors. Wow, do we, do we have to like do background, do background, background checks for like for, for fishing tournaments? tournaments? Yeah, that's insane, man. Hashtag dirtbag. Speaking it, of tournaments, yeah. let's sign up Bob for a fishing tournament. No, I want I want him to and and the other one to pay up their dues for their. They're not gonna. No. Not we should eat. just do double or nothing on upcoming. Uh, they, I think they should both <laughs> just, just do the hot chip challenge. Yeah, I'm like just ten saying. years from now, we're still doing this podcast. Oh, I'm you know, like, like Bob's. I'm it's been, been eighty-four is, years. I still <laughs> didn't meet up old prediction. Bob is six thousand dollars in debt here from our challenges. <laughs> I owned up to challenges I didn't even have to own up to. That's because you're crazy, and I'm not. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Jason, what's your thoughts on this? From the bi- fish biologist's perspective, so you say money say causes people. Money causes people to do immoral things. Yes, but it's like, like Bob said, like this was all over national media, and you still do it. Like, how fucking dumb are these people? Right, right. There's a there's a certain level of stupidity with this. I mean, as well. they say criminals are are dumb though. Like they're smart until they're not. Like, oh, they're all like yeah. they're all extremely stupid. Like, yeah. yeah, but yeah, this is not the second, but the third instance that's been caught. The other one was a dude up in uh, what Sucker Fest up in Omer. Yeah, he was stuffing weights in suckers. suckers and suckers. Yeah. The yeah. sucker, yeah, yeah. He's, trying, he was trying, trying to, to win the sucker queen. Yeah, he was trying to win the sucker queen. She had the tongue of a trout. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, man! Good gravy. Oh, all right, enough with that. Enough with all that. Right, next controversial subject. Let's go. So this is a good one. I've been wanting to do this one. So there's a, uh, you guys probably know what I'm talking about, but there's a song that's been out that's receiving a lot of controversy. Controversy? Why? And I wanted to, I'm going to play it. Now I'm going to play the song in its entirety because I think it deserves it. So we'll take a little break. We'll listen to the song. We're going to come back and talk about it. I think I know what you're Jason, you won't hear it, but I'll send it to you so you know what we're talking about. So take some notes. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to play it, and we'll be back. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a red light. Think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's 
That is Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. Sucker punch somebody on the sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on an owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool? Well, act like a fool if you like. Have you guys heard about the song and the controversy? I thought you were going to play that other song that was... So, yeah, so he's been banned off of CMT. He's banned off Sirius Radio because of the song. I can't find anything that's wrong with the song. To ban? No. Can anybody? Like, no. I mean... Yeah, read okay. through the lyrics. I can't find a single goddamn thing. Don't get me wrong. I started out because I'd never heard it before. So I don't care to listen to that shit. But when when I read like the first like verse of the song, and then... You don't listen to country or you just don't no, listen I like, to... No, I just don't listen to that controversial. So I just try not to like fill my book. I, just, I think shit. it's a good tune. Um, and, and then he was like, well, try it in a small town. And then I was like, oh, okay. Okay, now that's that's a little better. Like he kind of saved the, you know, it's like fuck around and find out type thing. You right. know, so right, that's right. kind of what I what I gather from that. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what that song is. Fuck around and find out. And it's the 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 big controversy is that it's it, like that it, it incites violence. Like if you if you try to protest in my town or you try to like come and rob, you try to cause crime in my small town that we're going to fuck you up type thing. And the, the big controversy here is that like, and from what I gather is that like on, in other genres of music, like you can talk about shit that is like absolutely obscene. You can talk about like, like the, like degrading women. And you can talk about, um, you know, all this like gangster shit and killing people and like like to the extreme. I, I could I could probably pull 
five songs off the top of my head that put that song mm-hmm. to shame mm-hmm. on the on the on the mark of violence and right. the mark of like like divisiveness. Yeah, what's well, like, uh, easy? Because, fuck the police. Like, yeah, come, yeah. On, come on, right? So, so like that's acceptable, but this is not right. And for CMT to like to to take this video down, or for in for other radio stations and things like that to like not play it because because of whatever reason is to me completely despicable. I'll never watch CMT again. Not that I ever really watched. I didn't it know anyway. CMT was still a thing. Yeah, I don't have I cable. Mean, whatever. So. It, it's, it's a trash. It's, it's a, yeah. it's a completely trash, uh, uh, you know, cable news or cable, uh, channel that nobody yeah. fucking watches anymore. It's anyway. all reality TV shows now. Anyway, so let's right. be honest. Those people that are all butthurt about that, right? Let's, let's say for instance, Jimmy's butthurt about that song. And I go into Jimmy's house and I threaten him and his kids. You mean to tell me that Jimmy ain't going to shoot my ass? Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's, that's basically what it says. Yeah. Not if I don't yeah. believe in guns, you silly goose. Well, shoot me with a <laughs> Well, his crossbow sight is probably off. So there you go. At you, but so he'll, he'll miss it. <laughs> no, but you get what I mean, though? It's like, if, it would be a warning shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they're in that sort of scenario and, you know, I, I'm sorry, but if you come into my house and try to inflict harm on me or anybody, like, I'm going to shoot your ass. But the you know? fact that, like Bob said, that we're willing to like ban it from anything when we allow these other fucking songs out there. Yeah. There's a lot just bigger, blows my mind. There's man. a lot bigger fish to fry than worrying about. That's just how fucked song. up this country is, man. Uh, it really is. Like it's know. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty fucked up. That yeah. people have an issue with it. That Yeah, you know. it's it's just well, despicable. Mean, so the cool thing though is that like people came out and supported Jason Aldean like crazy. And yeah, no, really And this, this song shot to number one like the next day. Mm-hmm. So all they did is they gave it great publicity, shot it up to the top of the charts. It's still like number two or three, I think. But so I mean, and that's that's what's interesting is that these so there's another and there's another guy that's at the top of the charts when it comes like when it comes to these song sales on iTunes and all these other different places, like there's a guy that that's re- next that recently came up came out with a song that What's speaks next? that speaks to like kind of the, the like the social you know kind of uh climate that's going on right now and people dig this shit like people yeah. are into like people speaking the truth in these songs you know what i'm saying and like there's a reason why this guy is number 1 like yeah. he has had millions of downloads yeah. or millions of listens over the course, of, and this guy's not signed by anybody. He has no. like he sounds. Some of his songs sound like he recorded so, himself. So the the one you're talking about is Oliver Anthony. Yeah. So that's next. That's uh, so we can get right into that, dude. I've listened to this song probably twenty fucking times I've, in the last. I've two done days. more. <laughs> it's insane because I like I listen to I listen specifically to the yeah. words of it, and I'm like, dude, this dude is spitting truth, man. Right. Like. And it, it 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 blows me away. But this the the Jason Aldean song, it really kind of like I, I'm not a huge Jason Aldean no, fan. Just because, like it's just it's not my kind of country. Like yeah. it's a little bit more you know new age type yeah. country. Or I'm not a huge fan of the song. I like what it stands for, but I just more the fact that like people are up in arms about it. It's just well, I'm just I'm not against censorship at all. Like, like I think that that is kind of the downfall of of 
our our society and country is that yeah. is when we start when we start silencing each other and we can't have a conversation about anything. That's a real problem. Is that like when when the narrative comes from one side and you're forced to listen to it, and if you listen to something else, then you're yeah you're this you're this terrible person for for not going with a certain narrative or agenda. I think that that is that that's what that's where it goes bad. Yeah. That's where everything is upside down. Yeah. All right. So let's flip the script. So we're going to go a little, a little positive, right? So we're going to roll on. So I've got, uh, Oliver Anthony made a post, uh, I think a couple days ago. So I'm going to read through this post it's a little bit longer, but I think it's just worthy of reading through it. And then I'm going to play the song because it's kind of the flip flop of the other censorship. So bear with me guys. All right. So this is, uh, from Oliver Anthony music. So it's, it's been difficult as I browse through the 50,000 messages and emails I received in the last week. The stories that have been shared paint a brutally honest picture. Suicide, addiction, unemployment, anxiety, and depression, hopelessness, and the list goes on. I'm sitting in such a weird place in my life right now. I never wanted to be a full-time musician, much less sit at the top of the iTunes charts. Draven and Radio WV and I filmed these these tunes on my land with the hope that I may hit 300,000 views. I still don't quite believe what what has went on since we uploaded it. It's just strange to me. People in the music industry give me blank stares when I brush off $8 million offers. I don't want six tour buses, 15 tractor trailers, and a jet. I don't want to play stadium shows. I don't want to be in the spotlight. I wrote the music I wrote because I was suffering with mental health and depression. These songs have connected with millions of people on such a deep level because they're being sung by someone feeling the words in every, in the very moment they're being sung. No editing, no agent, no bullshit, just some idiot and his guitar. The style of music that we should have never gotten away from in the first place. So that being said, I have never taken the time to tell you who I actually am. His legal name is Christopher Anthony Lunsford. My grandfather was Oliver Anthony, and Oliver Anthony Music is a dedication not only to him, but 1930s Appalachia, where he was born and raised. Dirt floors, seven kids, hard times, and at this point, I gladly go by Oliver because everyone knows me as such. 2010, I dropped out of high school at age 17. I have a GED from uh, Spruce Pine, North Carolina. I worked multiple jobs in Western North Carolina, my last being in the paper mill. Worked third shift, six days a week for 14, 15 hour in a living hell. In 2013, I had a bad fall at work and fractured my skull. Forced me to move back to Virginia due to complications from the injury. It took me six months or so before I could work again. From 2014 until just a few days ago, I've worked outside sales. My job has taken me all over the country, getting to you know tens of thousands of other blue collar workers. And I've spent all day, every day for the last 10 years hearing the same story. People are so damn tired of being neglected, divided, and manipulated. Uh, in 2019, I paid $97,000 for a property, and I still owe $60,000 on it. I'm living in a 27-foot trailer camper with a tarp on the roof that I got off Craigslist for $750. Bucks. There's nothing special about me. I'm not a good musician. I'm not a very good person. I've spent the last five years struggling with mental health and using alcohol to drown it. I'm sad to see the world in the state it's in, with everyone fighting with each other. I've spent many nights feeling hopeless and that the greatest country on earth is quickly fading away. That being said, I hate the way the internet has divided all of us. The internet is a parasite that infects the minds of humans and has their way with them. 
Hours wasted, goals forgotten, loved ones in houses with each other, distracted all day by technology made by the hands of other poor souls in sweatshops in a foreign land. When is enough enough? When are we going to fight for what is right again? Millions have died protecting the liberties we have. Freedom of speech is such a precious gift. Never in world history has the world had the freedom it currently does. Don't let them take it away from you. Just like those once wandering in the desert, we've lost our way from God and have let false idols distract us and divide us. It's a damn shame. Hmm. Amen. Amen. I was like, that last part, I'm like, those last couple of paragraphs, I'm like, yeah. you think about like just technology, what the internet has done, dividing this country, like... Yeah, every it just every verse of that song like speaks some kind of truth, and you cannot deny it. Yeah, there's there's mm-hmm. every every verse you listen listen to the yeah. verse, and then think about exactly yeah. what he just said. And there's no way you can deny it. If you did, if you deny it, you're you're just naive. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna so play like, this. I'm gonna play this song. Uh, it shot up. It's number one in the charts. It shot up like overnight. Um, so I'm gonna play this one again. Uh, and this one's called "Rich Men North." Rich men north of Richmond meaning the politicians just D- north of Richmond, D.C. DC. So we'll play this one, and we'll be back to talk about it. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to. People like me, people like you, wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is, oh it is, living in the new world, with an old soul, these rich men north, the rich men, Lord knows it all, just wanna have total control, wanna know what you think, wanna know what you do. Look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milking welfare. God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground, because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Cause your dollar ain't shit 
And it's taxed to no hand Cause the rich men Know the rich men I've been selling my soul Working all day Overtime hours for bullshit pay. So Oliver Anthony Music. And to that, I am going to crack a beer. Boom. I wasn't going to. But you know what? I think he's worthy of Do it to it. Yeah. So I, I just dig that song. Hey, man. Bob. Go Bob. Ahead. Um. Is, can you describe a little bit about that guitar he's playing? Because I don't know what that extra stuff on there is. Oh, the, yeah, that that metal plating on the outside of it it, it causes that twangy sound. Oh, steel, um, like steel guitar. It's not necessarily a, a full steel guitar, but it's. Um, I, I, I don't know the exact um, name of the guitar that he's that he's playing. I don't play one myself but like yeah that that uh, the extra gear on it gives it that special sound to it yeah it's a very uh yeah yeah so jason what's uh you said you've heard that song so what what are your thoughts on uh that song um i think that the reason that people like it is because they can all relate to it there's a lot right. more people in the world that can relate to that song right than some of the other stuff we hear right some other nonsense from like people like Fetty Wap and whatever the fuck those other rappers are, man. Like it's just nonsense. See, see, but here's the thing: like I don't discount that either. You know what I'm saying? Like I think music is such a huge part of our culture, it, world culture, in any culture that you look at, anywhere around the world, music plays a huge part. Whether you're from England, you're from somewhere, you know, you're from wherever you know iraq or, or or the united states like music is a huge part of that so like expressing yourself <laughs> the, the the whole pur- <laughs> i've been there so i know yeah. but um <laughs> the whole purpose behind music is expression right it's like one of the original like freedoms of speech and so like i i think that that song or jason aldean's song or fuck the police should be played wherever and whenever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't choose to listen to it because it's not your thing, then don't do right. it. Right. But don't silence it. Don't. Right. That is the, that is, that to me is the, the yeah. downfall of societies when you start silencing people. And if you silence people because it just does not fit in your, the way you want to mm-hmm. shape minds, if you're in power and you want to shape minds, like, it, it, and this speaks against everything that, in the way that you want to make that happen, like, like fuck you, man. Like that, I'm I'm very like outspoken about that, and like, don't ever try to tell me how to live and w- what to listen to or, or or any of that stuff. That's yeah. what it is to be an American is to be able to that freedom of choice yeah. in anything. Yeah. Well, I like this guy's story. Um, yeah. You know that whole thing I read. Like, he was spot on with some of his thoughts on like just the world we're living in, the internet, that old thing. And then that, that song is home. I listened to some of his other stuff. His other stuff's really fucking good too. But oh, yeah. it's, it's cool how this dude, like, he doesn't want to sign with anybody. He doesn't want to be a musician. Like, he just wants to, like, 
voices. voices opinion. Yeah, do yeah. Music, so support is su- support him. You know, give him a give him I, a follow, give him a download, whatever. Follow his page. That's why I posted the thing last night after I after I read that and then I heard the song like eighteen times in a row and I'm like. I want to post something about this dude. Like, it just help get the word out. I got on last night and I bought everything he has available. Oh, really? <laughs> I bought every one of them. Yeah, I, I, pre- just, I previewed them. And I'm like, oh, is it? exactly. It sounds exactly like yeah. what I listen to. Yeah. He's got that old, that old yeah. school country sound to it, and I listen to everything like that. So I downloaded everything. Yeah, like, I'll support a guy like that all day. Like, and again, yeah. like, you know, there's a little bit of like, yeah. I wanna, I wanna support him because. I believe in what he believes in, but at the same time, like, it's just, I don't know, very cool. I just like working class people who are, I I guess, I don't want to say making it, but, like, he blew up like that. Like, he's got good tunes, good lyrics. You know, it also sends a good message to the community who's in, like, a rough mental state, too. Yeah. You know, that, like, you can do anything that you put your mind to, that you are worth something, you have value in this world you have a value in this country like well, we all know that mental health know, is like one of the biggest crises in this country in, in just and this dude see, using music and instead exactly, of alcohol exactly to well in, get him through it yep well he did yeah, say he like, uses alcohol to get through it too well no, he it, was using alcohol to get through it now he uses music to get through oh, it. oh okay well gotcha. like in the, in that first verse of the song he talks about you know like <laughs> I, I'd have to reread uh, that. God like, being five foot three. And, well, well that, yeah, that's a little bit later. Uh, but he was talking about, um, you know, um, working minimum wage or not yeah. working minimum wage, but working for bullshit, working pay. overtime for, for bullshit, bullshit pay. pay. And then, and then talks about, you know, going home and, and drinking to basically deal with it. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, bro, you just, you just, you just, you just, like, this guy gets me. <laughs> you just spoke to me, bro. Like, that's exactly what I do. And oh, no, man. but, and a lot of us do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, there's a vast majority of Americans right now yep. that, that are going out there and breaking their back in a job that they, that they probably find meaningless, yep. you know, at the end of the day. And then coming home and medicating by, uh, by having a few, uh, Coors Lights. And and then doing it day in and day out for what? And then at the same time, you know, second verse, he's talking about, uh, you know, people out there that are using, he's, he goes, he's talking about using, uh, you know, food stamps to go out there and buy more mm-hmm. shit to make yourself more sick so that the government can pay more money for you. And and we shouldn't pay taxes on that. And he's, that's, that's basically what that second verse says. And I'm like... I, 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 I completely agree. So you can't like, there's nothing that that guy says in any of mm-hmm. his lyrics in that song that you cannot disagree with. If you disagree with it, like you probably listen to the wrong podcast. This go go these, on, get these lyrics. I really like too, but this, so it says, Lord, we got folks in the street and got nothing to eat and the obese milk and welfare. Yeah. The next line. Well, God, if that. you're five foot three and 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay. For your bags of fudge, fudge rounds, rounds. <laughs> yeah. Young men are putting themselves six six feet in the ground. We're doing it to ourselves because all, all this damn country does is keep kicking them down. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We enable, yeah. and it, there, I mean, yeah. man, we could dive deep yeah. into like a political but, discussion about yeah. this. But either way, one, let's not go too political. I just wanted to support this dude and uh, one, throw it out there. The lyrics are outstanding. Yeah. Like that's what I got out of it. Was just listening to the lyrics. I'm like, oh shit. 
Yeah. The first time I listened to it, I'm like, I got to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. So I can get more of it because you know you when you. What listen I like about it, Apple Music is you can like play the lyrics of everything. So like a lot of times I'll do that and I can read the lyrics while they're yeah while you're listening to it, so you can actually understand what the fuck like they're truly saying. You listen to half the song and you're like, we I, I didn't really that, get it. So uh, play it again, you know. We could have used the lyrics to help us on the karaoke night, Ryan. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the other the other piece of this is that this dude is extremely talented. Yeah, like he has a voice, man. Yep. He's got a voice, and like, I mean, dude, way well, he doesn't like, want to he do really gets it. into it. Yeah, he doesn't want to do anything with it. He just wants to sing his music. Yeah, well, he's, he's he's gonna make a shit ton of money just because. He's I watched doing a it. I watched a cool video on I think it was Facebook or something where he was, um, you know, like doing it looked like a like a backyard concert type thing, yeah. and and Jamie Johnson showed up. Really? <laughs> yeah, and started singing. Uh, you know, uh, what's that? The uh, the color, oh, yeah. in color, in color, in color. Yeah, great, he started singing. Great that. tune, great song. Yeah, he started God singing that with song. him, and I was like, "Man, make the hair fucking stand yeah. up on your neck." Should yeah. uh, reach out to him see if we can get him on the podcast. Be like, "Hey, we'll give you fifty bucks." Who? <laughs> this dude. He'd probably do it for he'd free. Do it for free. You're my marketing guy. Yeah, right. You're he, my czar. He probably doesn't have internet. Probably not. I'm yeah. delegating that. Also, that's a pretty expensive tarp. Seven hundred and fifty bucks. Well, the cover of Camper, it's, I that's mean, a big-ass tarp, dude. I sell them. Tarp. I sell them at work. Pretty big. Yeah, that's a big boy. All right. Any other thoughts on it? No. Gumby, no, you're good. pretty quiet over there. <laughs> I, I, I ain't got nothing Go, to add, Gumbo. Man. Oh, Gumbo. <laughs> it's Gumbo. Gumbo. Uh, Gumby Gumbo. It's just gold jacket, green jacket. Who, who gives, gives a shit? shit? Um, what's next on the controversial let's, let's, list? Now, let's change it a little bit. Let's go, go a, little a little bit positive. So let's go political. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Fucking Donald Trump got indicted again. Talk about like, oh my god. What let's talk about can do? anything else. <laughs> go <with it>. so, <laughs> All right. So uh, if you haven't seen, I think I sent it to you guys. They announced the dates for the Ultimate Fishing Show. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so, I'm excited for my feet to hurt. Yeah, get some better shoes, Wacky bro. Wacky rig. Wacky <laughs> rig. Yeah. Hey, uh, what, what what are the dates again? January 19th or something like that. You guys suck. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you post next year. <laughs> Someone go to our page and shoot out the dates. It's like the 11th through the 14th again. But, yeah, so we are planning on being there again. So I think we're going to hopefully get to a couple shows this year. I'm not, not going to be able to make complete. it this year, though. It's January 11 to 14. Yeah, see, Jason's ready. You guys suck. Thing. Hey, you uh, you listen to the podcast? Uh, no. Oh, here. Well, you should listen. <laughs> <laughs> that this might be coming. our third and fourth listener, okay? <laughs> yeah, so that's the plans. We're uh, hopefully going to be there with Fishing Complete again. Yeah. Um, as long as they don't boot us. So. Give us the old one, two. Punch. <laughs> yeah, one, two. <laughs> did Jimmy win the, uh, like, the sales you got credit for the, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Who? Jimmy didn't, but Gumbo Gumbo won. Gumbo won. <laughs> Not Jimmy. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I misspoke. Jimmy has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> so why are y'all calling me Gumbo? He will when he re-listens to the <laughs> beginning of the episode. Don't matter. I'm really glad I came. <laughs> I'm really glad I 
went through what I had to go through to get here. So, well, yeah. thanks for being on time. Yeah, with it, it wouldn't be a normal uh, you know that, episode if we didn't give you. Shit you know on. how that that journey that Lewis and Clark went on with Sacagawea and shit. <laughs> that's what it's like to get to your goddamn house because you live in the boonies. It's all like this construction. Forty yeah. miles. I don't live Dude, in the, the city. <laughs> I don't live in a bullshit city. In no. the city. We don't live in the bullshit city, but it's just there's so much construction. Yeah, and there's so might as well. Way, there's orange no cone season. And then you're All like, right, let's do a fun topic. Fun topic. I, I, fun I topic. work in Detroit, and I have less traffic coming here than you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You were bitching pretty good on your drive here. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers are dumb as hell, man. I swear to God. What did I say? I'm, I'm not going to say it again here, but I told somebody I was going to – I'm talking to him on the phone. I was like, I'm going to strangle you in <laughs> your headgear. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus. On that note. All right, so about a week ago – the uh, the lottery was like two billion dollars, so I thought it'd be fun to go round table and say, "What the fuck would you guys do?" I didn't fucking win. <laughs> I didn't either because uh, I'm here. Because you guys wouldn't see me ever again. I'd be doing a podcast still, but you wouldn't see me from you a bun- from an undisclosed bunker. You'd be doing Dude, a different. So podcast. I'd mail you a check if I won. The- but you wouldn't all see right, me. All right, we're gonna go round table on this. I'll, I'll say if I won. <laughs> if I won. All right. So yeah, I had you won the two point one billion. It was two point one billion. No, one point six billion. I thought it hit two. I was pretty sure it was one point six. It's a lot of money, okay? So like let's the say the take home is it was what eight hundred million or something like that, more than we'd ever need. So let's go round table and what you guys would do. Whoever wants to go first, go ahead, Jimmy. Cocaine and hookers. Yes, <laughs> that's just like another Saturday night at the Collin House. <laughs> Woo! Jimmy would buy a case for his crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to. You wouldn't buy a new crossbow. You would just buy a case for the crossbow that the sights are missed. Let's go, Gumbo. What would you do? I just want a truck, a boat, and a nice house on a nice piece of land. That's all I want. Mm. Everybody else can have the rest of it. I'd pay Mm. all that shit off, and then everybody I know would be getting a little chunk of change to make their lives easier. You'd be getting a lot of chunk of change. That's a lot of money. $800 million. They tax the hell out of it, though. No, that would be the take home. The 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 lottery is a huge scam. Yeah, that would be the take home is eight hundred million. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just bought forty dollars in lotto tickets. Uh, yeah, I spent twenty. So. I, I spent twenty, and if uh, if I won eight hundred million, I would probably open up my own medical practice and become a gynecologist for the stars. <laughs> <laughs> for the stars, <laughs> I'd be Kim Kardashian's personal gynecologist. <laughs> That's pretty funny, right there. That's pretty funny. Oh, I'd be oh, your personal. Uh, I'd pay people not to call me Gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh, what do you do for a living oh I'm uh, Nicki Minaj's gynecologist <laughs> that's Jesus. fucked up that her personal one, ass massager that is one WAP yeah. oh no that's Cardi yeah. B it's Cardi B yeah. Jesus yeah, alright so Jimmy's buying a truck a boat and a house that's it. With eight hundred million dollars, okay. Some nice ass truck boat. Now, <laughs> that is that. a. It's the truck. <laughs> he's got. <laughs> he's got this giant semi, this beautiful <laughs> semi with a yacht, in this in a, in an eight thousand square foot house. Yeah, like he didn't specify the size of these things. Yeah. It's just another trailer. <laughs> well, the trailer's hooked up to the back of the yacht. You know, I got my double wide. <laughs> I got my new motorhome. Got a double wide trailer. I get one of them double wides with a washing machine in it. 
Yeah, just buy a semi truck, like a tricked out semi. That way you can pull the spinners on that bitch. Yeah, exactly. All right, who's next? I'll go. Um, so there's, I, I thought about this a lot. And uh, one of the first things that I would do is obviously, you know, pay off friends, family debt. You know, hey, whatever your debt is, you let me know, I'll pay it off. Um, so nice of you to pay I'm off gonna, my, gonna, my little debt, bro. If, if you're not in debt. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to it. If you're not in debt, then, you know, you're getting a good chunk of change. But And then again, it's like, at, at, one point are you, at what point are you being too greedy? It's like, oh, yeah, I won $2 billion. And you're like, oh, yeah, I gave... <laughs> I gave Bob, Jimmy, and Ryan ten grand. Like, you know, at what point are you being a little too greedy, right? Like, you know, do you got like what's ten grand that? Is shit? That's, what, that's what I'm saying. I, that's exactly <laughs> my point. Exactly. Ten grand would change somebody's life, though. I mean, maybe. So, um, I mean, to pay off one of my cards, <laughs> I would. Uh, I would. It wouldn't even pay off my Cabela's card at this point. I would. Will you just pay off my Altera? Yeah, I could, I could do that. Yeah. Um, I would definitely like invest in some sort of like pediatric facility you know to like fund a lot of uh you know hospital times and all that and then i'll basically just you know for underprivileged families all that stuff i would uh you know obviously pay for pay for all that um and then i would open up like my own like shooting facility probably down in like tennessee somewhere down there get a lot of land um, would definitely have a place on the ocean that You've I thought about this way too much. I, I've, We've had, all, a, everybody I've had a lot of time on my hand. I, I'd have like a place down on the ocean. Um, cause I've never actually been to the ocean and, and it's kind of bizarre, but I've never been to any of the oceans. Would you eat um, cake by the ocean? I would for sure. <laughs> I would pay like thousands <laughs> of dollars. Cake by the ocean. Is that a song? Yeah. That song? We talked about that? that a while ago. It's like eating ass by the ocean. <laughs> what what it song is, is that? <laughs> it's a controversial <laughs> song. I'm sure. I feel it needs to be played. <laughs> um, but no, then, uh, I mean, obviously I would, you know, get my boat, you know, fully, I wouldn't get rid of my boat that I have now, but I would like fully refurbish it, get it totally redone. Shut the fuck Bro's up. Bro's got eight hundred million dollars and he's keeping <laughs> his nineteen. Well, he's got I'm sentimental value. No, you can just glass Tron. You can keep it and mount it to your wall <laughs> yeah, and get a better <laughs> boat than fishing. Yeah. I would make a trophy out yeah. of this. Yeah. You can put a statue in the front of your your mansion yeah. and yeah, put this boat on a pedestal. Uh, I could. I could. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely get that fixed. And then um yeah, I would buy a shit ton of land and I don't think I would build a very big house, though. So I don't really like the big houses that are, like, super tall. It's like, I feel like it's a lot of wasted space, you know, with, like, just the huge ceilings. It's like, you know, there could be another floor there, you know. So I would buy probably, like, a just a single-story, like, ranch and, uh, you know, maybe, like, one upstairs where the bedrooms are. But it'd be on, like, a shit ton of land, like like Yellowstone kind of land, you know. So that's kind of what I would do. But, yeah, I, I have given that some thought if you haven't noticed. On a positive note, I got pictures of deer coming through my phone as you're telling me that I story, would buy so. a county in northern Michigan and call it Bob County. Bob County? <laughs> and yeah. I would build a, <laughs> and I would, and I would build a wall just like Trump was building around that. <laughs> I would build a wall around the whole thing and keep all the deer in for myself. All the deer in, the Cretans out, the Googans out. All the Googans. Or duders. No duders allowed, period. So that's it. You're just buying a county? 
and, and bye-bye. I mean, if, if I want to get into specifics here, like I would buy everything. <laughs> I would buy. <laughs> I literally, no, like everything that, that it, to indulge my own lifestyle, meaning like I'd buy a big ass tractor and I would, I'd be farming my own land and I would be doing my own thing. And I would have, uh, I'd have a damn Colin compound with all my family. And I'm like, you're all moving in here and we are going to fortify this motherfucker. And yeah. He's got but, guard uh, towers but, and shit with 50 cows on there. Yeah, I mean, well. It's uh, going to be like walking I'd, dead. I'd, I'd, like, you'd, think about it. Like, if you had $800 million, you'd have to hire security. You'd have to. People would try to take advantage of you in every way. Like, yeah. humans are evil. They yeah. just are. So, like, be like your family would all be at risk. It'd be a curse in a way, yeah. right? Like, your whole family would be at risk. Everybody. You wonder how many people, like, like, I don't want to say attack, but, like, try to, like. That's why they all like, go like, anonymous. Try to, try to, like, cause, like, a fight or something so you can get, like, a settlement in a lawsuit or some shit. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. How I, much I, of that I, happens these to people, these people who win? These people, these people that have won like the million or the billion dollar lotteries that have, you know, happened in the last couple of years, I I guarantee like they they just and you notice they like, hey somebody won but they never say the name and they fall off the yeah. the, the face mm-hmm. of the world and you never know who they are. Yeah. And there's a reason for that because yeah. you're ri- you're at risk. Money is a powerful powerful driver in in yep. like Jason said this earlier in in. You know, crime. You know, and the same reason money that, motivates people. Same reason assholes are stuffing walleye fillets into fish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like if I have eight hundred billion dollars, my daughters are at risk. So I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do everything I can to like, you know, to me like a military mindset, like safety and security is number one. Mm-hmm. That is number one he's, priority. He's and buy, after that, he's gonna buy the army. <laughs> I'm going to buy the army. No, but like, I mean, obviously, you know, you want to buy, I would buy as much land as I can. Yeah. Land is one thing they're not making any more of. I would buy tons and tons of land. Yep. Even if it has no real meaning to me, I just don't want you to develop it. Sorry yep. about it. Yeah. I don't want you to put subdivisions on it and make it yep. in and make, you know, this beautiful land into like some shithole that is going to be trashed in a matter of years anyway. So I'm going to buy a bunch of shit. Speaking of that, and not only that, but it goes up in value, and I can get my money back. Speaking but of that, way, I watched Idiocracy again. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, I'm baiting. My dad and I actually talked about uh, what we would do with if we won the money, and he, uh, I told him, I said, if a black car ever shows up to your house, just don't ask any questions. If you hear that somebody won the lottery and a black car shows up, don't ask any questions. Just get in, shut the fuck up, and do what they yep. tell you. Yeah. And no then you're going to go. And don't worry about whatever. Go where my security knows. tells yep. you to go. Exactly. Yep. No, but uh, but other other than that, like I, I definitely fall in the realm of like what Dan was saying with um, uh, the wife and I have talked about this at length uh, when it comes to like um, St. Jude's. St. Jude's, I would, I would donate a huge amount of money to uh, because I think that, you know, Kids that experience cancer is like the worst fucking thing on earth. To me, is the worst thing on earth. It was, and and as a as a father with kids growing up, it was the scariest thing on earth. Like that, that they would develop some kind of cancer or something like that. And I was I was fortunate that my my children have grown to be uh, adults and have not experienced anything like that. But there are 
millions of kids out there that do. So like I would I would I would shove tons of money into Mott Children's Hospital. You know, that's a great hospital that does so much good. You know, in in other pediatric programs and like St. Jude and things like that just because like that's the next generation and I think that they deserve a chance. So like that that's part of it. And then obviously just fueling I would you know fueling my ambitions and my uh the things that i love and hold dear i would just invest tons of money into that because why not in my family and friends obviously like you know we've we've talked about how much would you give how much would you give your brother (laughs) my wife my wife has said that how much would you give your brother i was like at least 500 bucks Yeah. yeah Salad, <laughs> and that's just what he owes me. <laughs> just to pay him off, I would you know, pay off his Venmo. And to your point about the children's hospital and stuff, like obviously, I've spent you know my time there within the last you know two months. And uh, when we're down in the NICU, like you know, there's a bunch of like babies, like sick babies, you know, and that's like you know that's that, that sucked, right? Seeing that, but it got more real when you like went up to like the different floors and you saw the younger adolescent kids with like cancer and stuff. And you saw them in there and it's like, fuck man. Like, I wish there's something I could do for these kids too, man. You know, it's just, right. it's, it's awful. You but, know? but again, a lot, there's a lot of, there's so many charities out there yeah, and there's sure. these, there's these people that work for these charities that are driving, uh, Bentleys and shit. And yeah. it's like, I would, whatever I did with my money, I would make sure 100%. Like if I had to start my own foundation, to fund whatever this yeah, might be. I yeah. would do, I would, I would, I would hire somebody to figure this shit out so that there's no corruption involved in this at all. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody getting fucking rich off of the money that I'm providing yeah. towards a charity. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there's so much corruption in that mm-hmm. bullshit. You're like, turning controversial already with a positive, yeah. good topic. Well, well, Wounded Warrior Foundation, oh, most yeah. corrupt fucking organization in America, man. It's fucking disgusting. And they, and they capitalize on wounded warriors, yeah. like it's it's disgusting. It drives me fucking crazy. If you buy something that says Wounded Warrior Foundation on it, you are funding somebody's fucking pocket, man. And you are not at like there's a, the percentage that goes to actual wounded warriors and veterans is Google it. Google do a small amount of research, and you'll find out that that shit has nothing to do with veterans. It has everything to do with getting. Rich. I can see Jason typing. Anyway. <laughs> It's wild, man. Yeah, that is wild. I'm all about. I at the end of the day, I'm all about it. Like, I, yeah. if if I were to have like an insane amount of money, I don't need it. Nobody needs yeah. it. And like, I mean, it's. I guess it's different once you become <coughs> that. Once you become, you have this in your bank account. You're like, fuck. What do I do yeah. with it? And to me, it would be more. It would be a curse more than it would be yeah. anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that's my take on it. But I would try to do as much good as I can and yeah. have a lot of fucking fun with it. That's for sure. Fojo. Um, Jason, you still searching? I'm searching, but I'm not finding the uh, controversial articles. I'm finding all of like the promotional stuff. Oh, yeah. That's what Google wants you to see. Yeah. All right. What would you do? What would you do? I, what would you do? I would buy, you I'd buy an island. Your life of freedom. I would... Pay for Ryan to go moose hunting. I would pay for Jimmy to go. I'd pay for Jimmy to go musky fishing. I'd pay for Dan to do some shooting event in another country and show off. And I would pay for Bob to shoot a giant whitetail in. Where do you want to go, Bob? 
<laughs> you know, would pay for Bob to shoot a giant duck. <laughs> just a I'd duck. Pay for, yeah, I'd pay for Bob to go on a guided duck hunt. Yeah, I, I just don't want to have to pay that money for uh, not accomplishing my. Yeah, Jason uh, would my, fulfill yeah. His, his gift to us is he would pay all of our bold prediction costs. That's what he would do. I would just pay off all your bold predictions. You guys can fuck off for yeah. the rest of the season. Yeah. So, so. yeah. And I quit the podcast, by the way. So, oh, so that was one thing. That was one thing that that I was going to talk about. Like. This is what I would do 100% of the time. Podcast? Podcast, yeah. Hmm. I love this shit, man. I love like sitting down and talking to people. Like that it it's what I do besides us. Day day. Yeah. No, like, of, um, this is like, <laughs> this is like the highlight of my week in most cases like like work-wise, right? Or even though we don't get paid for this shit, but like I I enjoy sitting down in Oh, you haven't and, gotten your check in the mail yet? <laughs> nice. Shut up, Jason. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. You know, I was supposed to get paid. I've been paying Ryan for, for so that's airtime. <laughs> so that's that's what I would do. I would invest an insane amount of money into like a, a badass studio and I would I'd have all my boy we would live on our compound. And then, like, hey, once a week we're gonna meet up and we're gonna record some bullshit about how fucking rich we are. And we're gonna, it's gonna be awesome. Bob's compound is gonna be like Alexandria from Walking Dead. There you go. Big ass gate, (laughs) fucking gunners. Most most likely, like a prison. When we were, it's uh, gonna be like zombies coming. (laughs) Everybody just trying to get my money. Everybody trying to get my money. When when we were talking about. Uh, donations and stuff, though. I thought of a controversial topic that we had a lengthy text discussion about. Do you remember the discussion about a donation jar versus a 50-50 jar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'll we'll have to save that one for another time. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I remember talking about that a little bit. We did? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. It was if you uh, if you win a fifty fifty raffle, if you give any of it back. Oh, that was at, you. At, yeah. a charity, yeah, at a charity event. Oh, yeah. Do you give it back? And I, and I was like, like, no. I said, peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I give it back. At least half. That's called a donation well, jar, a, not a 50 50 yeah. jar. Is that what a 50 50 jar is? Like 50 half. Well, back no. So like if, like if, if it's for like a charity event, like if it's for somebody like raising money for somebody, and basically I'll take whatever I put into it plus like 20 bucks and I'll give the rest back. So even if I, because obviously if, if $200 is raised in the 50-50, hundred of it's going to them already. So if I put in $20, then I'm taking 40 back and giving 60. What you're, would, what would an angel, what would yeah. Gumbo do? That's what, I, I mean, that's he, what I want to know. He would take it. I'm going to misunderstand the rules and just take the whole pot. Winner. <laughs> 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 Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Money does weird things to people. I'm, yeah. I'm taking this whole pot with me. All yeah. pots. What about you? What would you do? What would what you do, do if you had to give up your we wouldn't, freedom? We well, wouldn't know. Because, freedom because yeah, fuck You wouldn't know because all of a sudden I'd disappear and you'd be like, the fuck? Ryan hasn't texted us about a podcast? And, like, are we podcast? Jimmy still be texting. Are we podcasting this week? <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> Ryan, I hope we're only doing one podcast tonight. Yeah, yeah. And I send you a picture of me in the the wilderness, living wow. on my own. Ryan sending me that's, the voicemail and shit. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, I would. Um, 
definitely buy lots of property up north. Um, I do not want a big house. I'd have a nice house, um, but I don't need a big house. I'd have a nice truck, a nice boat, nice camper. I wouldn't live much different than I live now. Besides, I wouldn't have debt. But all of my <laughs> one thing I've I've always said is like, whether I won eight hundred million or I won a hundred million, all everybody that I'm even remotely close with is gonna. <laughs> Be very comfortable. Yes. So, yeah. But if I if I won a if I won eight hundred million, like what's this guy? Like? No. Uh, Jimmy no. Gumbo is fucking Gumbo. Gumbo. Gumbo's Texan. Gumbo's Texan uh, I didn't send him anything. I Jason. Swear. Um. But no, like you know, I'd have to figure out like how much I won and what I need to live uh, comfortably, but. You know, everybody, if you want 800 million, I don't have that many fucking friends that I'm that close with. Yeah, true. Everybody's getting at least a couple million because I don't need that much money. I would donate a very significant amount of it, but like I want to make sure everybody I'm close with is living comfortable. And that's what's crazy. Like you, all the, the lottos that are out there across all the, the states, and people are winning millions of dollars every week, yep. multiple times a week. Why is there poverty? Because, like, even if I want a million dollars, I'm not keeping it all myself. I'm going to hook everybody, like, that I'm close with, my, my at least my family. I wonder, I wonder if they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, whoever that was that won that $800 million or that. I mean, I, mean, won, I, sure. I wonder if they were like, you know what? I'm going to hook up my whole family. You know what I wonder? Like, Fuck it. I'm taking it they all could. with me. I'm taking it to the grave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's those people out there, too. Be. I'm when, sure. When like, you go to give that money away to somebody... I wonder how much the government taxes that money that you're giving away to somebody. Probably, Probably substantial. Death. So they're going to tax the fuck out of you when you win it, and then they're going to tax the fuck out of you when Wasn't you win it. Wasn't there a song we just talked about that talks about the fucking rich men north of Richmond taking all you, the taxes? Yeah, you would yeah. have to you would have to hire like <laughs> some serious accountants to like handle all your business, man. Here's what I wouldn't doing. want. I Here wouldn't you want go because your dollar shit. ain't shit and it's taxed to no end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's would, probably uh, why you don't see people giving it out because a lot of it ends up going yeah you'd have to have a, yeah. you'd have to have a legal team you'd have to yeah. have a, like an yeah. accountants like multiple accountants to handle yeah. all, all your business and then like security team like mm-hmm. fuck man now i got all these people on the payroll yeah. we should right, start so a riot i, I would sure. move very yeah. far in the country away I, from people I yeah. don't like people. Like I, I, you know what? I bet a lot of people just keep it simple. And they're like, yeah. I'm just going to fucking move out here. and I'm gonna oh, here's, Or they just start sniffing cocaine off hookers' asses. I mean, mm. I, either way. There's I mean, that, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, just be a wolf of Wall Street for a little while. Oh, yeah. Like, to, to what little extent bit, like, little are, stint. are people like, out there like... Before I tell my wife that I won the lotto. <laughs> yeah. I go up to the yacht club yeah. and have a few drinks. There you go. Yeah. Can you sign like a retroactive like prenuptial agreement? Or we won't prenup. <laughs> so what I would do is I would go like bury a bunch of money in like Alaska. Fucking D.B. Cooper. Yeah. And then I would be like, <laughs> just like and then I'd be Charlie like, Daniels hey, guys. And the- Hey guys, let's start, a, let's start a gold mine, and then we would like gold mining for gold, and we would discover the money and be like, "Oh fuck, look what they left behind." That'd be kind of that's, cool. That's a terrible idea. Like a treasure chest. <laughs> I don't want to do idea. anything yeah. physical. I like where your head's at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, just live in a chair. <laughs> yeah, just with a slurpy <laughs> straw. Like, like Wally. Uh, be like, like the, Wally. Yeah, be like the movie. The, would, the movie, uh, the whale. Have you seen that? 
Oh, with Brendan Fraser? No. Do you know how many people compare me to the whale at work? It's fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I I would be Wally. I just have this like hovering chair that like with Slurpees just (laughs) Wally. You guys do pretty good impressions. I've never even seen the movie, but I've seen enough previews of it. But I would, yeah, yeah. Good question. I would be away from human beings. I'd, I'd have just enough money to live comfortably. Having like enough money for the rest of my life, and the rest of it would just go wherever I needed. So, oh man, I'd be killing. I'd, us, buy I'd lots be killing of... some white tails like you wouldn't believe. Oh, like oh, you man. wouldn't believe. Come here, girl. Be like, oh man, man, Bob Collins just took another Bob, goddamn Bob world would go record. Hunt at uh, Bob would go hunt at Ted Nugent's farm. Fuck no, I wouldn't. Ted Nugent would come hunt at my farm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, I'd have. At, at that point, I'd have more money than Ted Nugent. I'd be like, hey, Ted. Uncle Ted, come up here, yeah. kill some of these white. I can't Uncle kill Bob. all these motherfuckers. There's too many. There's he, too many, and they're too big. He'd have they're some, too big. They're scary. They're scaring me, Ted. He'd have, some, he'd have some chef. Whack them and stack them, bro. He'd have some chef put the uh, PB&J, the PB first, and then the J on the bread. Yeah, there would be no yeah. fucking yeah. PB&J the way that you guys say it. Wanna, it's going to it's gonna be It's okay. This dude way. doesn't even use a... Uh, a knife with his jelly. He uses a squirt bottle shit. Yeah, he just uses... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he just uses his hand. He's like... No, flack. He's just, just straight gumbo on the bread. He actually takes a bite of the bread, and then he takes a spoonful of the peanut butter, and then he squirts the jelly in his mouth with the squirt bottle. <laughs> he dips the bread in yeah. the jelly. <laughs> he puts it in the microwave, makes it soft. You and, make you know. a little bread glove. You scoop it up in there. <laughs> you, you just lick it off, oh, and then just the, vi- the visual. And then here. the bread sits on your nipple like a pasty, <laughs> and then you let your dog eat it off. Jesus Christ! That's why I don't have a dog. Okay, anymore. wrap it up. <laughs> this conversation is over. This is a very weird one. It's always a weird one. Yeah. We've gone uh, so many different directions, so. One oh Direction. Speaking of horrible bands. What's One Direction? Have you actually listened to One Direction? A little bit. I Pick yourself right in the nuts. It's I've, awful. I've heard Right it, in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ow. <laughs> Hit my wiener. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. All right. Um, let's do one more. I got a couple other things. We'll do one more to wrap this one up. How's that? Sounds All good. Right. We're going to talk a little bit more about this in a couple weeks when we have Chad. beers yet. Well, Bob going to pee. I'm going to get more beers. Oh, okay. He's that there more beers. beers. Um, talk about I'll talk about Bob peeing. <laughs> Five <laughs> minutes of Bob peeing. Shake it more than I, twice. I a, consider playing with I it. I need a trickling sound here. Goop, 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 goop. This message, brought, this message is brought to you by Bobtastic. I can hear those, this Ryan. Bob, and he's just going to take a piss, okay? <laughs> he needs a beer, then he needs to take a piss. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> anyway, I heard the uh, fat uh, drop. Shit. It comes through the. Uh, <laughs> it comes through on my end. What's that? When you have that, the fat drop. I can hear that one. Can you drop. hear that one? Can yeah. you hear the voiceovers? Yeah. Oh, nice. So you can hear the squeaky voice. Can you hear yeah. my voice now? I have a robot vagina. <laughs> Please sit on my face. <laughs> Please sit on my face. <laughs> oh, oh this great. is getting edited out. All right, so we'll do one one uh, 
We'll we'll uh we'll go with the hunting category, if you will. Okay. Hunting for a thousand, please, Alex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too soon. Um all right, so we're gonna have Chad Stewart on here in the upcoming weeks uh, as we prepare for the whitetail deer season in Michigan. And I've got um a couple topics I wanna run by him, but I wanted to get your guys' opinions before we have him on so um i'm just gonna go through one of them as we as we wrap this up i talked about it briefly um with joe but i know um, not everybody was on so there's an article in the woods and water news one of the most recent issues jason do you read the woods and water I have read it before, As but I don't know right the article you're him. speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean this? <laughs> right next to his real book. I wonder if so, he downloaded the DNR app yet. Yeah, did you download that app yet? No, but my mom did to get her fishing license for flooding. <laughs> my God, dude. What are you going to do when you harvest a deer? How are you going to do the mandatory deer harvest? Then he'll download the app. On the computer. That- now you got to upload pictures of your deer, okay? Hey, it might give him, uh, might might give his bunker location away. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So, the cover article for the one of the most recent Woods and Waters talks about the Isle Royale moose population. Okay. So, here are some. Yeah, I'm good. Here are some uh, stats, some basic things. They're talking about the, how the Isle Royale moose population is in a severe decline, right? Jason's Googling as I'm talking about it. <laughs> I'm pulling um, up right now. So in 2018, the the moose population was kind of at an unhealthy level because there were so many moose. They estimated that there was almost 2,100 moose on Isle Royale, which is not that big of an island to have 2,100 moose on. Okay. So in 2018, they introduced wolves. Okay, to kind of control the population. That was the whole basis for introducing wolves back into the island. Since 2019, the moose population is down 54%, down to 967 this last winter is what they estimated it at. So that's down, what, 1,100 moose in a span of four years since they introduced wolves. Um, since last year, it's down 28%, down 379, um, moose. And there's, they're saying there's only 26 wolves that are on the island. They're claiming that the majority of the moose population has died from starvation and not related to the wolf introduction. Now, I find it pretty controversial that you introduce wolves in 2018, moose population is thriving, then all of a sudden, starting in 2019, the moose population is cut in more than half due to, they're saying, starvation. But how do you not blame it on wolves? That's my controversial topic. You can't. So, and I, I mean, so I'm interested to see what Chad has to say about it, but I figured I'd get your guys' opinion, seeing I don't know who all is going to be on when, when Chad gets on. So they're saying that it's, there's a, it's called spruce budworm infestation of the balsam fir saplings that are on the island. So the moose have been forced to eat a lot of cedar and things like that, which aren't as nutrient uh, rich as the balsam firs, which are 
the main food source for, for moose in the winter. Um, and they do these surveys from air, from people that are on the actual island. They do like cross country skiing and stuff to, to get their idea of how many moose are on the island. Normally they see about 13% of the moose population they find are calves. This past year, only 2% of the moose they saw were calves, which in my eyes would be the easiest thing for wolves to take down. <laughs> um, they collared 64 moose since 2019. Only 13 are still alive. 33 of the collars they can't even locate. Um, and then in the towards the end of the article, they state that wolves are thriving and they know of five of the large females that have been breeding for multiple years now. So they're estimating 26. They introduced 22. They're saying there's only 26, but they're saying that five of the females are breeding. I just see so many holes in this story. Mm-hmm. We should probably add cougars. What? Just put cougars in there. Oh, yes. Add all the predators in there. Yeah. Just kill off all the moose. Meese, actually. So, yeah. Hmm. Thoughts? This whole article paints it away from the wolves and towards that it's starvation. Yet everything that he says in the article points it right towards the wolves. It could it could be both. I mean, they could have they could have put the wolves there before knowing about the problem that they had with uh, with those what 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 were they the spruce the spruce worms. So it could be a combination. Obviously, the moose are not going to breed a lot if there's not a stable food. So obviously, they're not going to reproduce that much. But eleven hundred moose to die. Well, you, well, right. They had you know, twenty one hundred moose. Well, they now, did. Well, obviously, the wolves are going to do what wolves are going to do, and then you know they're going to stop breeding if there's not a stable food supply. And then you know, obviously, there's they're talking starvation and whatnot. So it's probably just the perfect recipe for disaster. They say it's like a hundred miles across. How, how many miles across is no, that? I think Bob's at twenty miles. Twenty across. miles across. It's not a very it's big like island. Forty miles long. It's it's longer than it is wide. Yeah. So it's a pretty small area. Right. Think about it. Maybe not. It's eight hundred. The park is eight hundred and fifty square miles. That's not a lot. No. In in reality, no. So those those, I, I guess I would be interested to see like the statistics on the wolves and what their trends are, like historically, on how much they can travel, how quick they can travel. Because if you think about it, I mean, if 800, 850 square miles. I'm sure they can travel it's that like entire. A, it's they're, a little bit bigger than a typical county. Like, I know Lapeer yeah. County is about 700 square miles. Yeah, right. So, so in the article, kind of, it talks about how there is a pack of, like, seven or eight on the west side. Hmm. Um, I think six or seven on the east side. And then there's a couple smaller packs that are kind of in the middle. Yeah. So they're all over the island. And so, and so being that they're spread out like that, you know, I mean... You figure if, you know, there's a pack of what, six, I mean, eight, like let's put mm-hmm. it that way, six, eight wolves. And you have like, let's say on the west side of the island, you have 400 moose, right? Like they can easily be surrounded and be, kind of be picked off, right? Mm-hmm. One by one by one. So I think it attributes in, in who knows what the spruce does to the pace of the moose, mm-hmm. right? Does it slow down their movement to where they can't properly process their distance in which they need to move in order to 
not feel like they're being targeted, right? And so if they don't move far enough, then they're screwed. And if they do, then you're going into the east side territory, and then you're just, I don't know, I feel like they can chase them all around the entire island within like a month, you know? So I think it plays a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, and to Jimmy's point too, like how how can you how can you attribute one thing or another? You really can't. It is kind of weird that you said that they lost all the collars. Like they lost, like they they, were they can't account for thirty three yeah. of the sixty four collars that they that they put on in two thousand nineteen. Okay, and did they get in the water? Maybe did they drown? That yeah, they you know, don't probably they don't have right? anywhere. That's freaking weird, right? Very trying weird. Trying to get the fuck off that island. Yeah, yeah. No shit. Jason, <laughs> interested to hear your thoughts. Um, I think you could say uh, I hear a little bit of like this chicken or the egg analogy. So mm-hmm. you have a moose population that doubled and then you have food resources that declined. So which one killed the moose? Was it that the wolf ate it or did the wolf eat it because it was weak because it couldn't find enough food, right? Mm-hmm. In the end, a moose is dead. Um, I would be, I'm interested to hear Chad's obviously take on this. Um, what I'd like to know is what is the estimated carrying capacity of moose for Isle Royal? So maybe that 1800 number was actually higher than the resources could handle. Mm -hmm. Now you, now you exaggerate that even more when you have this disease, um, on those balsam fir, uh, trees. So this might be kind of Although it's unfortunate to hear about some sort of disease in the vegetation, is it a course correction for the moose population? Was it actually too high? Were they eating themselves out of house and home? Um, And now you'll see, so you had a a high population of prey from the wolf's perspective, a high population of prey, a low population of wolves. Now the wolf population increases, and when that increases, the moose population goes down, and they kind of just go through these up and down cycles. Um, but I know that I think, uh, I'm looking at a few different articles here. I think that, uh, from what I can tell, it looks like Michigan tech does quite a bit of work up there on this. Yeah. Um, Michigan moose, tech wolf interaction. Michigan tech did like most of the stats from this article were from Michigan. Yeah. Tech. I think it's, uh, I think there's some sort of, I mean, this is a very long standing, moose wolf interaction or study about moose study about wolves um a pretty long research project that's been going on for a long time so yeah i mean chad's the you know moose elk deer he's the guy so. right is yeah he, is he quoted in that article at all not in that one in in the oh, other okay. article that's in there yeah but i did not see chad um quoted in there so hmm. uh-huh yeah, that article is from Richard uh, Smith. He does a ton of uh, Michigan outdoor articles. Richard. Uh-huh. Richard, what's <laughs> happening? What'd you do? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just everything points towards that the wolves are the culprit. But like you said, is it because of the moose starving, because of this disease? Is it because they were overpopulated? And there's not enough vegetation for that many moose. Um, right, right. I think it would likely be all of the things we're talking right, about. Right. So was introducing wolves the right way to do it? Or I don't know. 
We've got wolves. I think I think that Jason's <laughs> like his analysis of that is like super on point. Like the carrying capacity of such a small piece of land, you know, like we're talking, what did you say, 800 square miles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which eight- is, like I said, I know that some of the counties, because I was a nerd when the deer check stuff was coming through, like Lapeer County, I know, is 700 square miles. So right. it's a little bit bigger than a typical county. Right, right. And we know, we generally know from looking, hey, you look at a map of Isle Rail and out in the middle of Lake Superior, and you're like, Jason's looking at a map. That's right now. not that big. So like, <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> so like, when you said that the that the population was over two thousand for that, that's that's higher than the whole population of elk in the state of Michigan, mm. which covers multiple counties. So like, the carrying capacity of that of 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 that particular island to to be able to hold that many moose and feed that many moose, I think that. Uh, initially plays a huge part Hmm. the introduction of wolves being another part of it in the article that you're talking about they they equate only 26 of the moose that died to being you know killed by wolves and and devoured by wolves Mm -hmm. like that seems very underestimated to me of 1100 only 26 Right, twenty six moose. Like out, out of eleven hundred, yeah. you would figure the offspring of that would be much higher than mm-hmm. that, and, and a large percentage. Well, there's of such a debate on predators. on wolves though in in Michigan, and I wonder. I don't know. It's like a, almost well, like a conspiracy. Like how much well, and that, is it and being that's downplayed about the wolf and the effect they had. That, on... That's what I'm getting at. Is that they've always downplayed the role of wolves in in. We we saw a huge reduction in the the whitetail herd in the the Upper Peninsula once they introduced wolves, and everybody blamed it on the winters mm-hmm. and all these different things, and, and all the the you know agricultural and and you know all these other factors. So it's like everybody blames it on anything other than the wolves and doesn't rec- necessarily recognize the wolves. I remember reading something at some point where. It was that like one wolf can eat like I, I can't like remember what it was deer nineteen deer a year or whatever it was, yeah. and I was like, that's a significant amount of deer if you have a yeah. wolf herd of a thousand. Well, if you, or a herd there, and a a, pack, I mean a moose is huge, thousand. right? So to think if you think that a wolf can't take down a moose, like I watched multiple videos where they have videos of a pack of wolves that take down a full-grown, like, bull moose. And pretty easily, when they get a pack of, like, four or five wolves, like, it really wasn't much of a challenge for them to take this thing down. Like, well, a pack and- of wolves is smart, and how they work and they communicate together, like, it's not that hard for them to take down a full-grown moose. Well, in, mm. in Isle Royale is very, like, remote and... There, there's it's no a very other r- remote ecosystem. There's no predators. There's really nothing else. There's no predators against the wolves. The wolves are just going to keep growing. There's no there's, predators to the wolves, and there's not a there's not a big whitetail herd there either to feed the wolves. So the wolves. I don't are even primar- know if there's any whitetail oh, on right, that the, the wolves are primarily feeding on moose. So yeah. like, if that is their only prey, is that's the only thing they have to eat? Like that's going to be mm-hmm. the target. And yeah. I, I would I would sugge- I would assume that twenty six. That they killed more than twenty six moose last year. You would assume, 
I but I, I mean, but again, like I, I mean, Jason makes a lot of sense in talking about like the carrying capacity of the of the moose herd on that particular piece of land. Like it's probably they're they're probably overpopulated as it is. Yeah, and that's cool, you know, to go out there and be able to hike around our rail and see moose. But it do, it doesn't do the herd any justice. Right. Like like you need to either institute a season on there so that you can thin out that herd on its own, or introduce. A natural predator to be able to like take right. out there to balance you got to balance it yeah if you don't balance it like it, you get this i remember when they introduced like, the wolves and there was it was a big controversy because people wanted a hunting season on isle rail to control it as opposed to the wolves controlling it but right which i mean they're there ain't shit going on around Isle Rail in the right. middle of you know and, yeah. and throughout the could you imagine the amount of money they could have made on that too yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's a national park. It's the most remote national right. park in the United States. Yeah. Like, I know. I just, I, it's just that article's really good. Read it. I'll leave the magazine here, Bob. Read through it. And it's, uh, I, I was, I was it's a really good article. Um, I'm in, really interested to see what, uh, Chad's got to say about it. I'm going to make yeah. sure I give him a little heads up so he can get some facts and stuff for us. But <laughs> like, hey, man, I don't want blind time. Um, so the other one, we're not going to get into it today, but just for some food for thought for when we do sit down with Chad, is there's another article in there about the deer population, the white-tailed deer population in Michigan. And they estimate the deer population being over 2 million deer. Good gravy. And the article, like, highly suggests that that is way too high, that we have a crisis with how many deer we have. Tons of stats in there with how many accidents we've had. Um, and, but the basis of the article is pushing for a Saturday, Saturday gun opener instead mm. of interesting during the week. No, and the and the big one. Nope. I know. I know. Just <laughs> extend the season. <laughs> nope. November fifteenth or bust or bust. Um, uh, but I'm the not, really I'm interesting one is that he talks about how you know the working class guy. A lot of guys can't take days off during the week. They can't, so they don't get to go up until the weekend after. And if it opens on a Monday or Tuesday, they say that. Within those first three days, the the deer go nocturnal and uh, the deer um, harvest goes down drastically after that third day. So they're saying that people don't get a shot when they it opens on a Wednesday and they can't get up there till Saturday. This is not, but it says that from from because of like leap years and shit from 2014 to 2031. So that's 17 year span. There's only one Saturday that it'll be opening day. Because of leap years. That's fucking crazy. 17 years that you only have one Saturday opener. So it's a really interesting article. uh, Chad posted on on his Facebook account about data about deer harvest when it's a different opening day. And maybe you saw that too, Ryan. I did, yeah. That'll be cool to hear him him Chad is quoted in this article a few times um, by this guy. And this guy is like, Hell bent on you need a Saturday or you're going to ruin the herd. You're killing the herd. Kill the herd. <laughs> or actually, he's saying that you're killing hunting because the deer population is so high. Hunter um, participation is down. Um, the other interesting fact that I'll well, kind of close it out with is um, last year there were seventy two thousand hunters who didn't even go hunting. Hmm. Out of how do you know that? I don't know. It's funny that out of half a million licenses I mean, sold, seventy two thousand hunters were no show hunters. They call it no show hunters. Was or, it because of opening just, day or just or, not successful? I mean, he says no shows. I don't know. I mean, that's the only way you can really track yeah, it. Maybe it was based on surveys. I don't know. Whatever. But 
So, Either way, so really I, interesting. But so I think hunter participation is down because this is this is a dying sport. It really is. Yep. And like, if we don't get youth into it, like it's going to mm-hmm. die with us. Yep. By the by, the next generation, 10, 20 years from now, this this whole thing could be a, a fucking nightmare. Yep. So like, I think that's more important than changing opening day. Like you're not you're not going to make that much of an impact by changing it to a Saturday. Like yep. okay, maybe another ten thousand deer get killed or twenty thousand or whatever it might be, yep. but it's still not a dent into a, a, a well. There's two million or a there's a lot more two million there's a lot deer. more into that article it talks about like um the herd being so big um it, the saturday thing is obviously a big thing but he talks about like having the as the deer herd grows because it says in the article they estimated that four hundred thousand new fawns were born last year yet only three hundred thousand deer were harvested so we are we're continuing to grow the herd by a hundred thousand yeah just because of hunter participation, right? Um, but what impact does that have on CWD? Because we're supposed to be killing more deer to, right? And so you get into that topic. And <laughs> Remember, Chad was talking about it. He said he wants people to whack a bunch of does. Yeah. I well, think is what he was. That's, that's in there too. You can buy is up like, to 10 tags and so few people actually buy that many and, and really actually fill that many. Yeah, that's in, in the article too is the earn a buck. Does Michigan need to earn a buck? So you have to sh- you have to shoot a doe before you can get a buck one. So, I, I not mean, that I want to talk about the whole thing, but quality deer management versus like like reducing deer yeah. herd is, is is a different conversation. Yeah. But like I would, I'm excited to talk to Chad about this article just because it's yeah. uh, it's it's controversial, but it's like it poses some really good questions that I'd hear. I'd like to hear his the biologist side of it, the the wildlife management side of it. Of like we have our opinions because we're we're hunters, we're in the field, we're. We're living it right. I'd like to hear theirs as they're managing the population. So I'm interested. Should be good. <laughs> More be good. to come. Yeah. Oh, so that'll be an up- upcoming episode with Chad. It's going to um, get worse and worse with Chad every time. I've already got two controversial time, topics for him. So yeah, the first time it was like, hey, it, yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hey, so we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about some of the new regs that are coming out for this year. So we'll, uh, we'll kind of have a full gambit of the upcoming hunting season. So stay tuned for. That in the upcoming weeks. So, what I mean, in, instituting new regulations and or making it more difficult to kill more deer, but at the same time complaining about the deer herd is counterintuitive, right? Like you should. <laughs> We're getting Bob fired up. I, I'm, I'm Give just, me the symbol, I'm just, Jason. I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm just being devil's advocate here, right? <laughs> Where it's like. Like yeah. they, they speak one thing, but want another, yeah. and it's like, what the what the fuck yeah. do you want? Yeah, yeah. I can only kill so many dares. Kill them all. Kill them all. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Wrap. Gumbo, what do you got? <laughs> Gumbo. So, Thanks so, for coming out and joining so, us. Gumbo. So far, so far, I'm down uh, twenty pounds. So you, you look like it. Yeah. I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting. I'm getting close. I was. So. I was thinking that when you walked in, I'm like. Damn, you lost a bucket. Started weight. at started at two ninety when I was at my absolute worst, and now I'm down to. Before dinner, I was at two sixty eight. So <laughs> after dinner, you got two seventy eight. So two seventy eight now. Two seventy eight. That's a so, huge bitch. I uh, cut out carbs, cut out sugars, um, not drinking beer, um, and uh, just eating. I'm kind of doing the carnivore thing. So yeah, good for you, man. Keep yeah. it up. So that's all I got, though. Stay sweet, Danielle. Um, I've got a call out for Joe Rohr. 
Joe, I need your help. What I need from you is to come up with a nickname for Ryan. Okay? We need your help. I'm calling Joe Roar. He'll be the one to know. Pumpkin nuts as well. Pumpkin nuts? And if I don't approve, you're all fired. That's the good thing about <laughs> nicknames. You don't got to like it. <laughs> He's like, Remem- remember, it I'm the one that does the editing. Punk- and I'm getting real good at editing Jimmy out. <laughs> yeah. Come um, on. Anything, uh, anything else on my side? Uh, no, I'm good. Off to you, Pumpkin Capitan. <laughs> Off to you, Pumpkin um, Keep up the good work, Jimmy. That's, uh, that's inspiring to hear. Um, I don't remember what your uh, bold prediction was. How, how much was it? 50 pounds okay. and catch a muskie. Nice, nice, nice. He has a gold I, uh, I've got my yet. own little. I have, I have once. I've got, once. <laughs> I've got my uh, my own little exercise themed deal. I'm actually I signed up. Um, I have a work event next week, and in the morning on Tuesday there's a 5K. So I signed up for that six weeks ago, and I've been doing a little jogging for that. So I'll be out Tuesday morning hitting the roads doing a 5K. I've got a quick terrible story. About related to gyms, huh? Yeah, Relay- so well, related to gyms. Well, hey, uh, first yeah. of all, uh, Jason, good luck on your five k. Make sure you let us know how that goes. Yeah, don't die. Yeah, I will. Yeah, don't, don't, don't die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try not to. <laughs> Can you wear your terrible outdoorsman shirt at least? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Terrible I can do that. I, they're they're all dirty right now, but I'll just wear that and no shorts. <laughs> they're dirty. That means you're wearing them. All right, <laughs> no shorts. Yeah, <laughs> just straight up. Never know. Just, he's not married yet. So flapping he around. Be, just, just, he would got, make the news I got for the, sure. I, he's like I he's, got the uh, I got the two X tall, so I can wear it like a night shirt. <laughs> he's gonna be running, banging that roll Gross. of dimes in between his legs. <laughs> the I, can't, dimes. I can't breathe. I can't fucking breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> Oh, man. So my terrible story, it's not outdoor related, but um, so I, I the other day, I don't know, I was just, I've kind of in the same mindset as Jimmy, like I just my allergies and sinuses have been so fucked up and I've been reading up on how to fix it. Like one of the biggest things is like lose weight. That's the biggest cause, <laughs> so like asthma and allergies and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll start doing some exercise. I started watching what I'm drinking, like not drinking as much pop and shit like that. And I'm like, ah, maybe I'll go to the gym. Like it was just one of those nights and East was gone. So I'm like, I, I'm like, I wonder if I still have a fucking gym membership. Pull up my phone and sure as shit, I've had a gym membership for six, <laughs> six years. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been paying Ryan monthly. Ryan's a guy on the commercials where it says like, do you track your finances? Are there memberships that you don't know about? <laughs> I am <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I still though, I don't know where it's getting charged, but I still have a membership. I've been paying $10 a month to some credit card. Somebody's paying for it. Somebody's paying for it. I have no idea who, but it's still active. Because it's still set up down, oh, in, down in Redford. Uh, yeah, so you are their favorite client because you're paying ten bucks a month and not using yeah, the equipment. It, said, it says right on it, member since 2017. I'm like, all right, all right. Did a quick bath of what I paid them. I paid them like a grand, and my last like you can see your check ins. My last check in was 2017. <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> nice. 
Oh, yeah, you have to go. They have to scan the barcode. I probably walked in. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I walked out. Oh, that day? I did not. <laughs> there we go. He Googled it and saw that uh, Planet Fitness stopped okay. doing pizza nights. So yeah, right? Left. That's the only reason I did it. The massage chair and pizza night. <laughs> There's no massage chair and Tootsie Rolls? Come on. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my terrible story of the day. Nice. We haven't told terrible stories. Like, that's the whole premise of our show. We've been sucking ass. Hey, the next. The, telling terrible stories. The next episode that I come on that we don't have a guest, we got to talk about the uh, Godsmack concert. Concert Guggens. Oh, we got to talk about yeah. that. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. the, the bird's nest. The bird's nest. <laughs> <laughs> that poor lady. Bob, what do you got? Oh, man. Uh, hey, good what? job, Gumbo, on, uh, on, on losing some pounds. That's good. That's a good deal. It, it only gets better. As you lose weight, like uh, everything is going to uh, improve. So, hey, you want to get a gym membership with me? I already got one. I've, I've, I've also had one for the past <laughs> five years. Yes, I don't feel alone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, if you go to it, like, like I do want to go to it. Speeds that whole process. Up. I do want to go to it. I just uh, got to know that I have a, a membership. What are we doing this weekend, Bob? We're going uh, musky fishing on Saturday. Boom. Goes the dynamite. We're going musky fishing and then possibly uh, linking up with Mike Keys for a couple cold, cold, uh, Bruce Dolyevsky. Hopefully, yeah. Mike Keys coming into town to fish nice. Spencer Berman. We're hoping, uh, he wants to meet up with drinks. So hopefully, we can uh, coordinate a day that's going to work. Let's go. Keep us, we'll keep us posted. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. tying to a musky. I'm honestly uh, more intrigued for that. That's. The mangle. Are you Weather? guys going to St. Clair? Yeah, the weather's looking good too. St. Clair, we're going to fish the south end of the lake. Yeah, it's. Uh, there. I think it was showing a west southwest wind, which is kind we of might good be good. Wind. We might be yeah. good. Yeah, so I think we're going to do the dumping grounds area, Canadian side. I'm really just going to follow Spencer. Yeah, <laughs> Spencer, drop me a pin. He's gonna go to drive away. And dude, you have he, a tow strap hooked that up dude's, to his boat. That dude's cool as shit. He would drop me a pin when yeah, we were walleye would. fishing and uh, smallie fishing. I told him I was texting him. I was like, "Hey, we're not catching shit out here." And he like, he's like, "Come up to this spot and throw this lure in twelve feet of water." And sure shit, Mark and I went up there and we started hammering him. Yeah, that dude's cool. It's almost like he's a professional. It's almost like he does this for his it's job. Almost like he knows what but, the fuck he's doing out there. Yeah. So. So I'm actually doing some fishing this weekend. Yeah. So we're going to musky fish we're Saturday. Gonna I'm going to go chase some dinosaurs uh, tomorrow night. Get my wife on the North Channel, see if we can get some Sturgeons. You going late night? Yep. I, don't know. yep. I got the boat back home. It's on the Charger. You ain't going to be worth a damn Saturday morning. So We're, we're not going go Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah, let's go Saturday afternoon. Let's yeah. let you sleep in the morning. So. Yeah. That's, that's why we're going in the afternoon. Let's so. go. That's the plan. So hopefully we get on some fish this weekend. Good I luck. haven't been on my boat. I don't even know. Last time I went night fishing, probably yeah, a month, with, month and a half. Yeah, with uh, Danny. Probably yeah, with Danny. No, I think when Bob and I went, that was on your boat though. So, truth. But I did have my boat out since when yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, you did. That was the one time. I did. Yeah, you're right. that was the one time. Anything else, Bob? No, man. Uh, keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's all we got. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Get outdoors and don't be terrible.